Hello, Hermit the Frog here, and welcome to Centromia Street. I'd like to tell you what today's letter is, but I am really f***ed up. Hey, hey, Big Bird, do you know what today's letter is? Sure, Kermit. Today's letter is... Joint. Yeah, Big Bird, joint is not a letter. It is a word. Sorry, kids. Today's letter is three. Mm, Big Bird, uh, three is a number. Exactly. The number three, which is how many joints I've smoked today. Kermit, are you with me? God, I'm stoned. Me too. I forgot what we were doing, Kermit. Did you just call me Kermit? Yes, I did. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's all the time we have for today. Goodbye, kids. It's time for another episode of... 252. With your hosts, Ralphie D. and Frank G. Featuring Kuwata Kirk, Princess Crazy Girl, and Amy the Dream Master. I worked Dragon Con that one year, walking around doing security through the whole Walk of Fame thing, because basically we paid $30 to get in and be quote-unquote security. And because we knew the people that was running the actual Dragon Con convention, they stuck us in there because we knew all the people from Ghost Hunters and stuff. And then uh, that's where we actually got to work when Shatner and, and uh, Leonard Nimoy and all them, the original cast of Star Trek was there. And we actually had to do the security line for him. Right. And <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate William Shatner. I do not stand that asshole. <laughs> yeah, no one ever really has a pleasant story to tell about old Bill. <laughs> No, and I will He's kind of a prima that. donna, apparently. Yeah, he is. He did not want any photos taken of him whatsoever. So it was him, Leonard Nimoy, uh, the dude that played Data, and then the chick. So it was those four. Yeah, Mr. Data was also the hillbilly guy on Night Court. They found one of the axles and a lamp on top of a laundromat in the next county. Will I ever see Disney World now, Daddy? Never, sweetheart. <laughs> never in a million years. Yes. Well, yeah, people never catch that. It was those four, and then Picard was in a different room. I don't want to associate with those assholes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So I thought, like, there was a going to be a throwdown because there was some, like, I guess, tension between them two at the time. But... Yeah, Shatner was, like, he had, like, pulled, it was me, Eric, and Jess, basically, and, like, two other people that were doing the security for them. So before, like, anything started, like, we were in the back with Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner, and I was just, like, in awe, because I was like, oh, my God, I'm fucking standing here with Leonard Nimoy. Like, this is fucking insane. Holy crap. And he was Mr. Gentleman. He was like the nice guy. He gave us like all these autograph, free autograph posters and shit and all this other stuff. Took pictures with us. Shatner. Nope. He was an asshole. He was like, this is what I want you guys to do. I don't want, I want you to block the people and do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. 
So we're doing our job, and I'm standing in line, and I'm actually, like, standing in front of him, and I'm, like, the people to, like, you know, scoot him up. All right, you're next in line to go. Keep the lines moving. Keep the autographs coming. Go, 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 because the line was so long for a second. But all of a sudden, boom, there was nobody in line. And all of a sudden, I hear, hey, you, come here. And I turn around and I look and I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah, you. And he like took both of his index fingers, pointed at me, and then did the like double like finger come here. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. So I walked up to him and he was just like, you need to get your clear head and focus, young lady. And I was like, all right. And I like kind of looked around and I was like, okay, what, it, what's, what do I need to do, Mr. Shatner? And he's like, you need to keep this line moving and going. And I look around and I'm like, there's no one in fucking line, dude. And he just <laughs> sat back and was just like, oh, well, then go back and stand in line. And I was like, okay, fuck you. I'm going to take a cigarette break and you can suck my dick, you asshole. <laughs> he was charging $80 just for a picture of him. It was $100 for his autograph and no pictures. So pretty much 200 bucks essentially to get both together because you, you know, I probably want a tip too. <laughs> what, you don't have a tip for the captain? Yeah. Yep. And then he got kind of pissy because like there was like a break. So like, you know, a couple of the guys from Ghost Hunters like Dustin Perry and uh, Jane Grant wanted to go over and meet him and like get autographs and stuff for him. So we ran over there and escorted Jay and Grant and Dustin and uh, escorted them over to them so that they could meet him and get autographs and shit and stuff. And he kind of seemed irritated about it. And I was just like, dude, they're fucking other like celebrities as well. Like, fuck off. But he was a dick about it. But he did take pictures with them, so at least he wasn't that big of a dick. <laughs> Send him a bill for $160. I felt bad because even Dustin was just like, what the fuck? But I did get to, that was another cool thing, like the guy that played Chewbacca. Cool. Yeah, he's supposed to be a cool guy. He was so fucking cool. Anytime we had a smoke break, we had to go outside in the back where all this, you know, basically that's where any of the celebrities and stuff were. And it seemed to be anytime we had a smoke break, him and the kid that played Malfoy and uh, Harry Potter, every time we went out there, them two were out there smoking. So for the four days that we worked, we basically like shot the shit with them the whole time. Um, and then the guy that played in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Spike. Oh, okay, cool. He was there and Sean Patrick Flannery. And those four were always like out there. So that was kind of like bad. It was so cool. But just to sit and like talk to fucking Chewbacca, like in, what, what is his name? Peter, Peter Mayhew. And uh, his wife was out there and stuff. And like, that's who we talked to the most. But him and the guy that played Malfoy, I cannot freaking remember his name, but he was a sweetheart. He was trying to hit up on me and Jess the whole time. Like, because <laughs> we had VIP access into the green room as well because of the people that we knew from Ghost Hunters and stuff. He was just like, you guys going to the green room afterwards? And we were like, yeah, but, you know, I'm single, but 
Jess is married. This is her husband, but I'm single. What's up? (laughs) But it was just amazing that I just got to just sit there and be like, I'm sitting next to fucking Chewbacca, man. (laughs) Fucking my childhood. He's huge too, right? He's pretty much Chewbacca-sized. He's like seven, seven, two, but he was like, he was like hurting. He was hit up. Like he had a walker. I guess he had had several different surgeries, like his wife was saying. And then I guess I recently just heard that he wasn't doing too hot. Well, he's, he just got done. Well, not now because they're almost done, but he rehabbed back up to being, because he wanted to be Chewbacca in the new movie. So he's, he's up and he's doing it. Is he? They have him on set in, as Chewbacca doing stuff, running around. He's not. Awesome. He can only run around for like a minute at a time, but he, yeah. can, he can do short scenes. Yeah, and he's cause... doing all the close-ups and all the in-the-chair stuff. And, you know, they still have a, a probably a CG or a prop Chewbacca too, but he's doing a lot himself. That's awesome. Cool. Well, That's like on that. the uh, the Rebels cartoon. They have Darth Vader on there, and it's got James Earl Jones as Darth Vader again. It's like we'll he see. was there. You know, he sounds right again. <laughs> yeah, he was there. It was the, like, that was the whole theme. It was, like, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Okay. That that time. Like, that was, honestly, and I remember, I think I was I called you when I was on my way down to go there. Or I was texting with you or something when I was on my way there or something like that. Because we, we were doing the show. Right. Or something like that afterwards, where we were so tired, we were falling asleep on the freaking video thing because <laughs> we were so tired from working and stuff. But I think that that was the coolest freaking thing. I cannot wait for my kids to be old enough so I can take them just to see all the different costumes because it's like nine different hotels that it's spread out through downtown Atlanta. Yeah, so, a, I mean, there's. Yeah, there's, I mean, I think it, it's bigger than Comic-Con. Just, I think they just got bigger names at Comic-Con. Right. You know, they've got everybody there. But I think this, the Dragon Con spread out, they've got everything from, you know, you go downstairs, they've got all the game rooms where, you know, it's the, we called it the Dork Dungeon. <laughs> 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 they all had, like, plaid, like, Hawaiian nerd shirts and oh, everybody oh, yeah. dressed like Gary Gygax. That's cool. And pretty much, yeah. And they were all like, "You blew up my battleship with bear card." And oh yeah, it was. And then they had larping throughout the whole building, so <laughs> you would like get off of an elevator and like the doors open, and there was like seven Indiana Joneses versus like the freaking people from uh, oh, the shrubbery the. What oh, is that? Mighty Python, Holy Grail. Yeah, the Mighty Pythons. There's <laughs> all these people dressed from the Mighty Pythons versus like seven Indiana Jones and the door opened to it. And I was like, okay, do we get off or do we go to the next level? <laughs> like, but you'll see just shit just running around. It's crazy. So it's when you're in the elevator, you start playing cloak and dagger and stuff. It's right, <laughs> right, dude. Yeah, I couldn't dress up, but it was fun. It was it was a cool experience. I'm glad I got to do it. I, I wouldn't take it back for anything in the world. Airplane. I guess, yeah, airplane. I guess some guy like uh, the original girl that played Buffy the Vampire. 
uh-huh. was there. I forget her name. Christy Swanson was the old Christy, Yeah, Christy Swanson. That's her name. She was there. So it was a big deal, too. So there was so there was like a lot of older guys there and stuff like gooking and gawking over a wall. Some like guy in a like trench coat had walked in and like I guess pulled out a toy gun. Oh goody. And like tried to like threaten her and like of course being on the security, like we all had to like rush to like track down this guy in the like trench coat or whatever and it scared the living daylights out of her. And then you got, so we had to escort her out. And uh, Daisy Duke was there. The <laughs> Daisy Duke, she followed us into the bathroom. And we were like having this girl powwow in the bathroom. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm in here with Christy Swanson and the chick that plays Daisy Duke. And I used to want to do your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I got, oh my, well, Bo Duke was there and I got oh, my cool. picture taken with him and I almost passed out because that was, besides Freddy Krueger being my first love, like that was my <laughs> first, like, you know, whoa, look at that guy. I seen a hot blonde hair guy with blue eyes coming out and I was like, whoa, and he looks better grown, you know, the older he gets. He didn't fall apart at all. He still looks pretty good. No, he looks amazing. And when I seen him there, like, my knees got weak. I got shaky. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Eric actually went up to him and was just like, can we get a picture with you? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he, like, told him. He was like, my friend over here is, like, a huge fan. And she's like, I think she may pass out. But she's, like, in love with you. (laughs) I'm like, Eric, what are you doing? So, like, I'm like a little girl, and he, like, hugged me really tight, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die right now. Don't you hugging me? <laughs> but that's where the I seen Iron Sheik was there, and he was in the wheelchair. Uh, yeah, the, poor Sheik. I know. Have, you, have you seen what's happened to him lately, though? I mean, no. he's, he's making a huge career comeback as far as that goes. He's getting paid. You know, he... Uh, he started doing shoot videos, you know, where they'd interview him about old wrestling stuff. And he'd start to go off, and he was off of his medication for a while, so he'd just go on these horrible rants and just start screaming about stuff. And I'll have to send you some clips, because he just repeating it doesn't do it any justice. Jack Robbins, you're no good motherfucker. You didn't have balls. Do you take your fucking eight ball of coke over the border? But I take it for you. And we get over the border, and you just give me a little bit of fucking your coke. You didn't spread. You didn't spread. You didn't give me half and half. Jack Robbins, you're no good motherfucker. Let me beat the fuck out of him and, and suplex him, him, put him in the camel clutch, break his back, and fuck his ass and make him humble. It's hysterical, except for the fact that it also it's like you can see that he's messed up really bad. He is. But he got slightly unmessed up lately. Like he's had a few years where people have been supporting him now. So he's unmessed he, up and he's doing the same thing as a shtick now. Like it's an act more than it was. Oh, trying to maybe like do a little comeback. Yeah, because people he's getting booked on comedy things and he's does Howard Stern and stuff. So he's now famous for being the insane Iron Sheik, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he looked like this was in, you know, two thousand nine. But yeah, that, that's when a, he was he really, was, he was co- like cracked he was, out in 2000. Yeah, he was really like 
doped up and like out of it. And we tried to sit down and talk to him. And I was just like, he shook our hand and stuff. And I was just like, I just wanted to let you know you're my fucking idol. Like, yeah, I grew up watching you and I can't even believe like I'm sitting here getting to shake your hand. And, you know, he did say like, that's amazing. And I love hearing that or whatever, but he pretty much just went back into a daze and we were like, whoa, okay. So then we went over to see the demolition men or whatever the hell they're the, yeah, it was the demolition men. (laughs) Yeah. Axe and smash were there. So we went over to them and they were like, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, they did. You guys are still on Coke. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was like, they did a couple of lines in the fucking bathroom before. Did you ever see the video? It was a promo thing where macho man comes out talking to mean gene and he's just like spinning around in circles. And this macho man clip where he's as coked out as a person can possibly be. Like he obviously macho man, Randy Savage, you have changed over the past couple of months. Like I can not believe, sir. I'm a chameleon, yeah. Uh, chameleon? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm talking about the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on. And the video scope, yeah, I am looking right into you right now. Macho Madness right now. Sugar is sweet and so is honey. Macho Madness is on a roll and it can't be stopped. No. Elizabeth understands what I'm talking about, yeah. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. Time distortion. Space is the place, mean Gene Okerlund and go down that lonesome highway. Yeah, but don't be hypnotized, no. Reincarnation doesn't have to be. You can concentrate and you can uh, mental telepathy. Yeah, but the beat goes on. But the beat goes on. And I'm talking light years away, yeah. You're talking macho madness. Macho madness, yeah. Macho madness rolling, yeah. You thought so, but I know so. And macho madness is coming straight at you. Yeah, because I'm on a roll and I ain't stopping, yeah. Elizabeth, go right and I'm going left. Can I ask a question, Macho Man? More questions. I'm sorry about that. Macho Man Randy Savage. Because he must have done it like five seconds. Like They must have said, you're on, and then he put the straw down. Because, <laughs> like, dude, this is Mean Gene's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with you people. I give up. Fuck it. <laughs> Nacho? Where are you? Nacho? Nacho? Nacho, you're on fire! Nacho, Dito, you found a cigarette! Well, I don't think smoking is grown up at all. Because it's very dangerous. Smoking does dreadful things to your lungs and is very bad for your heart. Well, I know I don't have one, but humans do, and I think we should set a good example. Well done, R2. Oh, hello. You know smoking is bad for your health, and it isn't grown up at all. So please, don't smoke. R2, do you really think I don't have a heart? They used to do a lot of stuff like that. They did do a lot of stuff like that when we were kids. Yeah, you. <laughs> they don't show any of that shit anymore. And they used to always have Charlie Brown or Snoopy talking about something to us. You know, it was a lot of that sort of public service announcement by right. popular characters that they don't really seem to do much of. Well, 
and they don't even have like smoking on TV really at all anymore. That's true. And that was like aimed at kids. <laughs> so it's even when they used to do anti-drug ones too, they had the whole cartoon special that was who was in that cartoon. It had Bugs Bunny and Muppet Babies and Cartoon Alf and Ninja Turtles and probably somebody else. You know, yeah. convincing this kid not to do drugs. You know. I'm well, like, well, if you saw Alf, Ninja Turtles, and Muppet Babies running around your bedroom, you would, would be on good drugs, apparently, because <laughs> I, if I saw those without being on drugs, I'd be very nervous. It was my first time. Honest. I'll never do it again. Uh, what's up, Doc? Huh? You're not a cop. Okay, you win. You got me dead to rights. I'm not a cop. I'm a rabbit. But just because I got long ears doesn't mean there's nothing in between them. You know, kid, you don't look so good. What's this? A joint? So what's the big attraction? It seems like the he, if he wasn't doing the drugs, the Muppet Babies wouldn't be there to tell him not to do them, so that would have defeated the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Plus, he wasn't even actually doing the drug. All right, once again, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Questions? Yeah! What are you on? Looks like a frying pan and some eggs to me. <laughs> hey, Spence. Let's trip out. But I was more interested in the R2-D2-C-3PO video was what was the background? Where were they at? Uh, I, I, looking at it for a quick second, I think they were on Red Dwarf. Smoke me a kippet. I'll be back for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, what are they at? Like a power plant or something? Because this just looks weird. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, actually. Was it supposed to be, like, on a spaceship? Well, probably, yeah. It was some kind of 70s version of, you know... They, they couldn't afford to build a Star Wars set, and they couldn't afford to build even the set where any of the sets interior-wise... So they just had a, probably a boiler room with some gadgetry. Yeah. <laughs> Things were done with what was available, and it still seemed cool. So we wouldn't have noticed that as kids, really. We used to watch, like, Pigs in Space, you know, where it was <laughs> Muppet versions of spaceships, and it still looked cool. The cheesy sets that they used to have to make because they didn't have any money and they didn't have any computers. Yeah, I was going to say, kids with a cell phone and a computer could do better stuff nowadays. Then well, it depends. Uh, yeah, in, in a lot of cases, for sure. Some of the stuff is too visually over. Of course. You know, where it's like, okay, well, you've, it doesn't look realistic because you tried so hard to make it look realistic. You know. But yeah, there's a, there's a point where they can do a pretty good job now, for sure. But that one, yeah, it's like you, the the one the, the one image, like it's R two D two holding his cigarette, you know, and it's like, well. I'm sure they probably made an anti-drug version, too, where he's holding a joint. It's like, well, how is that image not on a bunch of T-shirts out there already? Oh. And then and at the end, even C-3PO was kind of upset you know, that he, he didn't feel that he had a heart. So it's like, well, you know, it's like, you know, it's like the Bert and Ernie thing. Are they lovers or not? You know? <laughs> right. Well, I don't think they really are lovers, but well, I think Bert and Ernie were. <laughs> Bert, why, why are you touching me, Bert? Stop doing that. <laughs> right. That was a good impression there. That's not a rubber ducky, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good job there. 
Well, that's why I'm wearing this blindfold. You see, I'm going to feel something with the skin on my hands, and then I'm going to guess what that is without even looking. Now, now watch this. Um, um, let, me, let me see. Oh, wait a, wait a second. There, there's something now. Gee, I wonder what this could be. Arnie. No, 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 don't tell me, Bert. Don't tell me. Uh, hey. This feels kind of soft and fluffy-like and it's sticking straight up like a shaggy rug. No, Ernie, you're touching. No, 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 no. Don't, don't tell me, Bert. Don't tell me. I want to guess this. Now, 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 let's see. Moving down. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's so much more. Look at this. And this kind of feels roundish, and it's sort of, sort of squishy-like, and it's like a bath sponge. Yes, yes. I don't believe this. And let's see. Uh, moving on down. Oh, wait, this is interesting. Look at this. And this part's kind of smooth, and it feels sort of thin, and, wow, it's, it's floppy. It's floppy like a garden hose. <gasps> Gee, that's interesting. Wait a second. Hmm. Uh, let me see here. Now, wait a minute. This right here is sort of fluffy and, and, and shaggy like a rug, and this is sort of squishy, sort of squishy like a bath sponge. And it's kind of floppy like a garden hose. I know what this is. This is Bert. Ah! It's you, Bert, is it? Bert? Yes, Bert. it's me, Arnie. Who do you think it is? Oh, I knew it, Bert. I could tell because I could tell by feeling with my skin. Isn't that amazing, Bert? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Whatever. Yes. yes. I'm going to go read in the bathroom. Well, but. <sighs> yeah, pretty good, Ernie. We have an Ernie puppet that I got for my kid when he was like three months old for Christmas or something. And I'm like, okay, fine, it's my Ernie now then. You know, go away. I'll keep him. He's badass. You know, he's a realistic Ernie life size that you stick your arm in and stuff, you know? Hell yeah, I'd keep that. There's a couple toys of my kids where I'm like, nope, I'm holding on to that shit. Emerson's like, why are you going to hold on to this crap? And I'm like, cause there's purposes behind it. One day that shit's going to be fucking cool. <laughs> right. That's that's why we hold on to it. And I kick myself in the head for not holding on to a lot of the toys that I collected and shit when we hung out and stuff, like all those wrestling toys and stuff. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of them that I was able to give to them and pass on, but not nearly what I had. And then, of course, there are some still that I have still in the box, and they're itching at it to give to them. And I'm like, you're not touching those, dude. Those are worth, those are worth some money, man. Did you see that they're turning Army of Darkness or uh, Evil oh, Dead? Yeah, yeah it should be out at Halloween, I guess. Yeah, but it's on Stars, which sucks. But yeah, uh, it doesn't. I don't. You know, when when you have the internet, there is no such thing as networks. That's, so, <laughs> I know. That's what my friend Jay was like. Um, yeah, there's no such thing as that. We can. It'll eventually, I'm sure, go to Netflix. But I want to be able to watch it around Halloween time but that looks pretty badass and I was just ironically watching something and I saw Bruce Campbell in it he was like just starring as a bit like cameo uh -huh. and, I, and I don't even remember what the movie was but I was just like oh my god there's Bruce Campbell holy shit I haven't seen him in anything in a while and, and then like, I kind of like felt the urge to like watch like Army of Darkness or one of his other fucked up movies, like the one of the cow, the zombie fucking mummy, whatever one that is. Where Bubba he's Hotep, right now. Bubba Hotep, Bubba <laughs> Hotep. I fucking love that movie. Where's Elvis? Yes, yes. I they love did that the, movie. The premiere of that movie. Yeah, I don't, I, I actually, oh, Dano has it. Because I was going to say, I had it on DVD and I know I lent it to somebody. And now I just remember who I lent it to, so... 
Dano, damn it, if you're listening to this, you better give it back to me. If not, I'm hunting your ass down and getting it. He doesn't live far, so I'll just go get it. <laughs> there you go. Or I'll, or I'll just go buy another one. So yeah, luckily, it's probably like three ninety nine now, so yeah. Right. But, yeah, I seen that, and it just sparked my uh, happiness, the little tingle happiness inside me, and was like, yay, I get to see the... My good old Army of Darkness and Evil Dead and Bruce Campbell and makes me happy. I heard a rumor that Eddie Murphy is going to star with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Daddy DeVito in the sequel to Twins. He is the third twin. Yeah, they might uh, do that. Triplets. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, damn it. I, I want it to be good, too. I mean... Uh, Look, I, I want this thing to happen. I want Eddie to be back to uh, the status he was back in the day. It's just been a string of bad movies, man. I watched Showtime a month or so ago, and it was like, man, <laughs> this is not good. In, in my opinion, the last, I'm just going to put it out there, the last good Eddie Murphy movie I saw was uh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Yeah. Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one was good. But what was the last one before that? <laughs> yeah. uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2? <laughs> yeah, or, uh, I would say Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights? Yeah, yeah. even Harlem Nights, that wasn't a, for me, that wasn't a first time out the gate. This is a good movie. That was, Harlem Nights was true, one of those right? slow burns. Like, well, I watched it, that's I watched how it again. See, that's how I felt about life. I didn't like life oh, the first. Shit, that's right. The first, life was fucking and, funny. <laughs> yeah, but then like the second and third, I was like, man, this is very quotable. This is funny. <laughs> life was funny as hell. Yeah, life was funny. So, Martin Lawrence, right before you know he makes that weird turn. <laughs> I think he actually already gone crazy, and this was one of his first movies he, coming oh, it's back. His first comeback then. Yeah. Okay. But then you also had like, uh, I mean, you had a really, really good uh, supporting character in um, Bernie Mac. That was Bernie Mac on his coming oh, up Mac. track. Great, yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Damn, he was he was great. Yeah, he was cool. Chicago. Yeah, my aunts went to school with Bernie Mac. They went to high school with him. I couldn't tell you the exact school, but uh, they had a little tribute for him when he passed at the <laughs> high school. So that was kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Again, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard about Bernie Mac in his early days uh, before he would uh, like work in the clubs. He would actually work the subway system. He would get on the, the, the train, you know, during like rush hour and he, mm -hmm. would do, he would do his act. He would do a set. He would try to make people laugh on the train. And at the end, he would bring out his cup and he'd be like, if you appreciated the show, just <laughs> And and that's and he and he did that like he would hustle, wow. you know, to yeah. to make ends meet. I don't know what else Bernie Mac was doing in that day, but I'm just <laughs> I just heard like he would actually you know instead of in, or it's actually either instead of or before going into the comedy clubs, he would just ride the mm -hmm. subways. You you know he got that that's morning like, rush hour traffic, that, that yeah yeah the afternoon rush hour traffic. He'd get on a car, do 15 minutes, you know, do a set. People start laughing and shit on the train, and then uh -huh. pack, take his cup out, and people be like, "Yeah, that guy was funny." He gets on the next train, do it again. Now he's on the L train, going downtown. <laughs> you know what? 
that's a great way to get your chops. I mean, although people didn't necessarily come to see you, you know, it was like, I just want to ride the train in peace. Yeah. <laughs> it was this guy talking, shut the fuck up. I want to just get to my destination. But, you know, for the comedy, that's that's awesome. Well, nothing like having a captured audience. I mean, it's not like you yeah. can just get <laughs> off the train. Man, I can see him making a bunch of money that way. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm thinking yeah. Uh, uh, as he was telling that story, he probably had to chill before the IRS caught wind of, well, how long was you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and every night I got robbed getting off the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I came home with nothing every night. <laughs> <laughs> every night. I was just doing it for, you know, trying to get my chops up, trying to get my, my, my wind. See, now if he did that in, in today's world, he'd get shot by three people. So, you know. You can Actually, only... you know what's so funny? In today's world, he would probably be uh, videotaped by someone. YouTube and somebody would put it on YouTube making money off of this guy trying to panhandle, making, you know, oh, 56 yeah. bucks. On the, and this other guy got a, a, a million hits now. <laughs> I kind of had that, oh, nice. that interesting conversation with my dad recently because uh, we're talking about – because, like, my daughter – uh, she's about to be 18 years old now, and I was kind of doing that whole thing about, hey, I feel like I did my job as a father, got my, my kid all the way through high school. She's about to be 18. There's not even been anything close to, you know, a pregnancy scare or anything. Now she's That gonna, you know of. <laughs> yeah, that I don't. <laughs> but I was saying, yeah, you know, I said because, you know, technically at any time, I mean, it's quite possible that I could be a, a grandfather, you know. And so my dad started chiming in and, yeah, you got to be careful. You know, you got to make sure that they don't make those same mistakes and stuff. And he was like, yeah, because, you know, I think about how I, I wish I was a little smarter and stuff like that. And as he's telling me, I'm like, OK, well, Pop, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm, but I'm right as here. your son, I would have to say I'm glad <laughs> you and my mother were quite irresponsible since <laughs> I'm here and breathing and I like being me, you know. <laughs> You're talking about, yeah, my That's biggest true. regret was that I had that kid with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, Dad, do you remember that kid is me and I'm right here? <laughs> I, I can hear you. Even though I'm 41 years old, my dad still calls me the wrong name, but I, I love him. I love him. thought I might have a boy at some point because uh, I had that name chambered. <laughs> Luke Sky. Oh. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to be named Luke Sky? I mean, come on. That's pretty good. It's just awesome. It would remind me of Kermit in the Muppet Baby Star Wars Adventures. Wasn't he Luke Skyhopper? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty good. That's, a, that's like a dual reference, you know? I'm saying. Yeah, if it was Mr. Duffy, he'd, that's what he called me. <laughs> Mr. Hopper. <laughs> so it's a triple reference. For the for the rare people who will catch a Mr. Duffy reference, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Kay Newbert. Saw me up in uh, at the Mancus, and uh, he said he was he was about to walk up to me and say, "Mr. Hopper," and that's oh my god, that's a reference from back back in the day. So that happened a couple weeks ago. I saw a pimp pimp man. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I remember the last time uh, I I saw him. He actually uh, used to date my wife back in the day. So we were sitting at the restaurant having dinner and um, he came up to our table. He happened to be our server. And for whatever reason, <clears throat> I had completely forgotten 
because my wife, uh, we've actually been friends for like over 20 years. So, you know, I kind of forgot that she dated this guy back in the day. So he's sitting at the table. He's a friend of mine, too. So I was just happy to see him. I was like, oh, hey, what up, man? How you doing? And stuff like that. And when he saw her, his whole demeanor changed. And he said hi to one of those things that everybody at the table. <laughs> my wife was like, hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. And he just completely ignored her. And I didn't even keep it until after he left. I was like, oh, damn. That's right. God. I don't know. But when that story started out, I thought you were saying that Mr. Duffy used to date your wife. So <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to think, what? Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. That would be odd. Oh, my God. Especially knowing Mr. Duffy, seeing myself, and like, I, I don't see <laughs> where the attraction comes in. <laughs> yeah, you're not very similar. I'm not a little yeah. white man with a Bostonian <laughs> accent. Is that what that was? Hampshire. He was from New Hampshire. Ah. I was amazed oh, yeah. by people who have, you know, go somewhere for years and don't lose their accent. You know, he'd been there for how long and still sounded like that. You know? Oh, yeah. One of my best friends, moms, man. She's from uh, like a little village. Like, a little, like yeah, been in the states for forty plus years, and still refuses <laughs> to read English. Speaks it barely. It is hilarious. Inconvenient. <laughs> a little bit. Two fifty-two. watched all of them like a dumbass because i'm a reality tv junkie my husband hates it oh, okay. so if you ever want to know any kind of 411 on any reality shows i'm the go-to person i watch all that junk i don't usually but once in a while i find myself watching like you know i watch flavor of love because they, they, <laughs> of course, you, you yeah. see one episode and like wait what's this you, you know, had to watch Flavor of Love. I mean, it's Flavor Flav. Come yeah, like, on now. It sounded stupid, and then like flipped through and saw him there. I'm like, what am I looking at? And then I watched it for a few minutes. Like, well, this is entertaining just because like they're fighting for the chance to date Flavor Flav. Like, who would fight for the chance to date Flavor Flav well, except for a gold digging hoe? You know. Hey Chuck, we got some non-believers out there. Right, and it kind of spun off because they were doing that one reality show where they basically, it was like the real world, but they took all like of the has-been celebrities, which I can't remember the name of the show, and like basically put them in the house together. And he oh, yeah. started dating the one blonde-haired chick like, that was uh, married. Brigitte Nielsen from Brigitte Rocky Nielsen. Four, right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's... Where, that seemed odd too until you take a look at what she looks like now and you're like, oh, what a combination. Right. Please don't breed. I know you're both too old, but don't make any babies because those things would be hideous. Right. So from that like actual reality show, because it like that that actual group, I think Jose Cinco was with them. Um, there okay, was one uh, of the, the news surreal life or something, right? Yeah, yeah, the surreal life. That's what it was. Um, uh, China was in there, so X Pac came in there and like, was a maniac. <laughs> X Pac, there's another crackhead. I got real bad on crystal meth, Steve. You and did. I wouldn't let anybody see me at the time. But at first, I was okay because, you know, it took a while for that stuff to really get a hold of me. But uh, they, Hey, let me ask you something on the crystal meth because that's something yeah. I've never seen in person. 
Do you smoke it? Do you snort it? Do you shoot it? What in the fuck do you do with it? All the above. Uh, Mini Me was in that one, and like it, it was that was actually a really good like reality show, like just to watch like all of these husbands like yeah. their lives like blow up into smithereens and watch them be a total fucking hot ass mess, and actually be like, wow, like their lives are pretty shitty, <laughs> like you know. But because he did that surreal life, Flavor Flav kind of got that boost back up into. Oh, hey, who is this guy? We forgot about him. Right, like the new generation of kids got to discover the crazy, right. crazy man with the clock and the weird clock, teeth. Right, and his crazy antics of how he acted on the show. And then, you know, of course, he had the weird, you know, triangle, love triangle, or whatever you want, love affair, I guess. You, you should, actually, triangle, because he actually had a woman at home. That's, I'm assuming that that's how he got spawned for to be picked from VH1 to do The Flavor of Love, which I actually watched, I think, maybe a couple episodes, and then it just got too much for my head to, to watch. Yeah, I watched the first season, but I thought I started watching it towards the end and then caught up while like, watching the old ones. But after that, it was no good. It's the same with like the Brett Michaels one that you know I watched like the first the, the first I think maybe I think I might even watch the second season just to see like how it turned out because just of like how the girls just threw themselves at them and how trash they would get just for the drama of it and i'm just like oh my god brett michaels like <laughs> you know that you're not getting this for freaking love you just want to bang all these girls well yeah that's he's like that's what they said when he asked what's in it for me they said well you get to bang all these girls all right you don't even have to pay me <laughs> right he's like i'll just do this shit for free <laughs> I, watched the, I watched the apprentice when he was on that year yeah, uh, he did good actually, and he, he won did, it, didn't yeah. he? I don't know he if he really won or he was the last yes, two for sure. He was. At he the won end. it. Okay. He won it. Yep. Yeah. But uh, there was one episode there where he was on one of those tasks, and one of the women like that was walking around just showed them like, "Oh my God, it's Brett Michaels." Well, like you're on my list of people I'm allowed to do if I ever meet you, so we should go do stuff. And he's like, "All right, cool, let's go." <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> takes off for a couple hours and comes back and they're like why are you so happy he's like i don't know i just had to go do some stuff you know right i think that was the one where dennis rodman was on it and uh donald trump actually sent him to rehab or something like that oh yeah he did that too yeah because yeah, he was so fucked up and then i've gone look 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 at how well that went <laughs> yeah i don't think there's going to be any more apprentice episodes now he's he's done for if he doesn't get killed by El Guapo or whoever, no, like, that's the guy from Three Amigos. Who's the uh, the Mexican drug lord that broke out and wants to kill Donald Trump? Like this is reality TV, there. Right, no shit. And isn't he? Did he put himself on the circuit? Is he really running for president? Yeah. Presidency? Oh my God. Oh, see, that's see, that's see? bad for El. What's his face? Because if he kills him, he's going to have to face down Secret Service because an idiot running for president, even if he's an idiot, has protection. Right. right? Yes. <laughs> Not even just Secret Service, but whoever else. So, like, now the taxpayers have to protect Donald Trump for the next Trump. two years, man. That's right. crap. Right. See, I try to stay out of politics as much as possible. I let my husband handle that. I'm the, you know, <laughs> yeah. I kind of look at it as I'm the wife, homemaker, housewife. I handle that shit. I take care of the kids. I cook dinner. I take care of the house. I do that end. 
he can worry about the fucking politics and shit. I tend to stay out of religion concept, you know, religion topics as well, because every time I open my mouth on one of that, <laughs> there seems to be some sort of a fucking argument or something like that. So, oh, you know, yeah. how everything right now, everything, everybody's offended about everything. And I love how, like, you can go onto Facebook and it's just everybody's making fun of it, which is kind of funny. It's getting extra bad lately, It's just though. getting extra crazy. And everyone's like, oh, you're offending me for being offended. And it makes me think of... Of Eminem, like the song of like, oh, you're offending me. Well, I'm offending you, and blah yeah. blah blah. And <laughs> well, some of the people are are they're being sarcastic. They're making jokes, like the the Cracker Barrel thing that's going around. The petition to change their name that was started off as a complete joke, like ha ha. Right. You know? And then some people said, well, it is a joke, but that's actually a good idea. And now it's like a serious thing. It's like people it's are you that every- stupid? Well, that was there was I mean, there was a Paula Dean thing that happened where they were doing a skit. And did you see that where the oh, it was a Paula Dean skit and she had the guy with the black face. Oh jeez, yeah. Yeah, and everybody was in an uproar, and it was a skit. I didn't like read into it or anything because I'm just like, nope, I'm not even going to click. She did it. something else after that, though, where after that happened and they asked her about it, she said a couple N words in a thing like, what's wrong with that? And then, like, that's where it blew up afterwards. Oh, geez, you don't do that. You don't yeah. do that. You she, don't do that. She, she was from that, like, lady. I'm a little old and don't quite understand that that's not, you know, especially old not people from the anymore. South don't know you don't. Don't say that anymore, you know. Right? Yeah. PC, PC. <laughs> you know, I understand that you're in the South and stuff, but there is a, you know, politically society of things that you should socially be correct about and right. be careful. <laughs> that actually ties into uh, this, this week. They just put out the, it's really the rough draft of To Kill a Mockingbird, but they seem to be trying to market it as a sequel. It's a, the thing is, it's written in 1955 or whatever, and it's you know, it's about had, racism in the South at the time. So well, we there's, had to read it in school, well, did that you was, not? Right, the original. This yeah. is this is a different yeah. draft with a different. It's a totally different story that she took one oh. chunk of and turned the one basically one page of this book got turned into the book that we know from school. Just learn a single trick, Scout. You get along a lot better with all kinds of folks. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Till you climb inside of his skin, walk around in it. So okay. it's the same characters, but from a there's like a totally different setup and different everything else. Perspective of everything. But you know, as in the original, there's n words aplenty. You know. Well, yeah, and you know what? That was a very good book, actually. That was one of my favorite. Right. That well, that and the Outsiders, of course, and then uh, what was the other one that they banned? Oh gosh, darn it! I hate my memory. Um. Lord of the Flies. Oh, you guys got that one banned? That sucks. Or well, it, it, they ow. banned it. They banned it right after us. Fuck which the pig. Was, That's probably why. Right. I got to, you know, we got to read it and we actually got to see, watch the movie in school. So this was in like 92, 93. Okay, I see. Maybe actually around, actually 93, I would say I was in 10th grade. I was going to say, um, I bet it got banned because the and movie it got, got banned popular. Right, after, <laughs> right. And I think it was right after the movie was released and then boom, because, and because they had never had the movie, it was just the book. 
right. then they did the movie and they showed it in school. And after that, they like shut it all down. And I was like, what is the big deal? Like, this is literature. This is actual, like, you know, what, what's the big deal? Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. You know, I had to read The Outsiders, which is an amazing book, and it was an amazing movie, actually, too. Yeah, that you was know? that was a big one for a while. You know, all those people are really old now, but that was I know. a big-time movie in, like, 84. Oh, I love that movie. And actually, I just posted a meme on there because I still, I from time to time, I will, I'll just stay, I'll say, stay gold, pony boy, to people. <laughs> just, you know, I will. And people look at me and be like, just give me this look of like, what the fuck are you talking about? Only certain people will get it. And I actually just posted this meme on Facebook about that. You know, so, and we were pulling up into the drive-in actually, um, on Saturday and my girlfriend was just like, I wonder if pony boy and soda pop and everybody's going to be here. And it kind of cracked us up. We were laughing about it. And I'm like, I only wish like, cause Emerson was like, is there going to be any greasers here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, no, I wish. I was like, I love that movie. I would love to actually go to a drive-in to watch the outsiders. That's a classic movie. Yeah, they should do that actually. At the, one of the yeah, that yeah. would be a beautiful thing to do, and I will definitely make sure that my kids read the book and watch the movie. And shoot, they could probably watch it now. It's, I mean, kind of violent, but not as violent th- as like the think, shit you see on TV. I think that movie was rated PG. So yeah, is yeah, maybe not, but I think it was. I mean, there's not really too much. I mean, like. It ties into everything that we talk about every week, you know, compared to what is on TV. It ain't Jack. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That's another one of those movies, though, that, like, it's, you know, they don't know what it is anymore because they haven't done a remake yet. They better not you know, do a remake. I'm sure it's You coming. cannot touch that. You cannot. If they did, I will go in on a rampage. <laughs> the Dream Master We'll go on a rampage with Chainsaw Cinderella in tow. We will go. go sing ballads of screaming lovers <laughs> and stop the movie. <laughs> I'm sure someone has thought about it already. They're also Asian. I'm you surprised can. they haven't remade the Warriors yet with like an all you know I don't know an all ah, hip, all hip hop cast or something. Right. They're making Scarface now. It's like, well, unless you actually hired Mr. Scarface to do it, because at least that'd be, you know, clever. Why are you bothering? You know, or are you gonna have fucking Fez from that '70s show with Scarface or whatever? Right. <laughs> fucking Fez. Freddie Prince Jr. is too old now, but Fez could still pull that off. You know. But even then, that would be. I would just laugh and think of Fez. Right. As, you know, Every time you see him up. anywhere, it's just it's Fez with the, would, you know, better clothes. Or I. Either that or I would think of Handy Mandy or whatever is Handy, whatever the fuck his name is, because that's what my kids watch and he's the voice of all. Oh, <laughs> right on that guy. Okay. So, you know, so I wouldn't be able to take the movie seriously, you know, as he's like sticking his face in the big thing of cocaine and, you know, look up and see Fez from that 70s show. I would, I just wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Well, it would just look like a skit on that 70s show when they did it. Right. Yeah. right, or some fucked up Saturday Night Live skit or something, you know. 
oh no don't remake those stop like i said stop touching gems that don't need to be remade just don't do it Oh, they so now they haven't said who it is yet. But they want an authentic Latino who is bilingual and bicultural. So there's only so many they can choose from. Well, what are they going to do, Enrique Iglesias? Well, maybe. Who knows? I mean, that would be a. Well, did he get that mole taken care of? <laughs> well, it, they, that's for the scar will be, you know. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they could they could just add on the scar where the mole is, and and then he can sing. It'll they'll turn it into a musical. Oh, let's see, yeah. Scarface on ice, that'd be good. <laughs> With like an all ghetto boys soundtrack. <laughs> oh, Jesus Lord, you got me on that one. Oh, fuck. That was a dime right there. That was a priceless one right there. <laughs> Golden gems, Scarface on ice. There we go. Oh, it's only a I'd matter. Pay, I'd, I'd, another I'd generation or two, you know. By the time it filters <laughs> through a few more sets, you know, that's what will be children's entertainment by the time our great grandchildren <laughs> are watching TV. Oh, I don't even want to know. By then, they'll be in virtual sets and they'll just be like sitting on the couches and watching everything. Fuck, that's probably how it'll be. Yeah, probably because they got the beginnings of that working now. Finally, right. That's what I was trying to figure out um, the other day. There's that, I, I got to look it up, but there's that one Tom Cruise movie that he did where, like, everything's in the future and uh, he's got, like, the, the twins that are, like, the infinity or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, do you know what I'm talking about? It's a minority report? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's going to be a TV series now, too. What other news is there? What the hell else did you post that I was like, oh, that's interesting that we could speak about? What oh, the hell was that? The guys that? that broke into the liquor store and stole Hennessy oh, and Newports. <laughs> oh, my God. My husband and I were laughing our asses off, and I was like, yep, only in Detroit. And that's where I said we need to make a segment where it's called Only in Detroit and come up with the topics, <laughs> the latest news of what's happening in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I do post a, a thing like that just about every week where you go, yeah, only here would this happen, you know. It's well, like, here you go, that, that ladies and gentlemen. But like I said, I'm pretty sure, though, like a few of my friends are probably enjoying the benefits of that at this point because that, that stuff filters down pretty quickly to where you go, oh, I know who that is. I'll go talk to this dude and get some of this stuff. You know, cartons of cigarettes, <laughs> 20 bucks and stuff. It just kind of cracked me up that I'm like, oh, my God, really? Sledgehammer and to the party store. Well, there you go. There you have it. That, Go see, that part doesn't even surprise me at this point because they sledgehammer no, into everything. You know, there was the one guy that sledgehammered into a bakery and then got stuck between the wall he hammered out and an oven that was there that was blocking the where he busted through. Like, well, that was good. But, I mean, people <laughs> will smash holes in things now to steal stuff.
That wraps up another episode of 252. We're happy to announce that the Retro Nerds t-shirt is back in stock and available from our website at RetroNerds252.com. Just click on the button labeled Buy. While you're there, you can find links to our assorted social media. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, the list goes on and on. We'll leave you with another rarity from the vault of demo cassettes. Thanks for listening.
Now, as I was saying, uh, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Uh, if you do them, you're bad. Because drugs are bad, okay? It's a bad thing to do drugs, so, so don't be bad by doing drugs, okay? That'd be bad. Drugs are bad. Okay? Uh, I'm Donna. Pull yourself together.